Hello, Madridistas. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real podcast. Um, I see Jacob in the chat, you know, he, he's like, keep them chins up, lads. <laughs> I would I would uh, ask Jacob to, you know, up his uh, motivational skills a bit because honestly, I'm finding finding it really hard to look for silver linings there. Silver linings was, was the only thing that I was looking for. Um pass pass the red card you know like what if we nick a goal and just forget this game because it was forgettable from from minute one um before we get into the thick of things um how's the panel doing man uh doris farooq have yeah talk to me how are you guys been feeling i know you have been ecstatic post liverpool javier and uh, doris was with me for the post match and we were flying we were dishing out uh, savories to Klopp and his men. You know, we were calling out uh, the Premier League fans. We were calling out everyone, you know, everyone under the sun. But tonight, we we got to take a long look at ourselves, don't we? Yeah, I, I'll start. Um, I mean, it's a, a little bit of sweet uh, momentum, you know. Uh, you can tie against Atletico in La Liga, you know? It's not a bad result on paper. Your but... mic is very muffled, Javier. Very, very muffled. Is it just for me, guys? No, I can hear you loud and clear, man. Yeah. For me, for me, it's very muffled. Fair enough. Go ahead, go ahead, Javier. Okay. My bad. Uh, so, it's, it's not a bad result, per se. But it's a bad result because... We don't have the the leverage that Barca has, so we we knew that we have to win every single game until that uh, classical. So that pressure is it's evident today for the for the game, how the game goes, how the changes go, how the atmosphere felt. You know, it's not the same playing like uh, we said uh, at Anfield when you have nothing to lose or nothing to, to win. And you play more fluidly. Today, we play like Atletico uh, wanted, with the necessity of winning. When there's a saying, when you play uh, with necessity, you're probably gonna lose. So today, Alvaro, that's why I'm saying because Alvaro favors for a huge uh, defeat, uh, but but it's the same. I mean, a tie or, or, or a lose for, for us at this point, I, I, I think it's, it's the same. And I think it's, uh, I think it's the, the, the La Liga is over, I would say so. It's Barca to lose, and I don't see that happening. Right, yeah. Um, it has been, it has been coming, man, honestly. Um, Barca has the clear advantage now. If they didn't already, you know. And I remember um, a, a couple of weeks ago when things was completely going south for a bit. I was one of the few, one of many actually, who thought La Liga is completely over. And when I kind of expressed my thoughts, I was called out for being a part-time fan. Really, yeah. I was actually called out for being a part-time fan, for being fickle, you know. I don't understand how these how these guys actually watch the same games that we do 
and still believe this team i'm talking about this team under the current circumstances turn this around i didn't see a way back then i didn't see a way back if we won this game kept on winning and even bet barca at the new camp which is a tall order you know and now it it just seems like it has been the inevitable which has been slammed into our face by an athletic team that looked bang average i repeat bang average yes they created a few chances yes on on paper they looked a tad bit more brighter than us might like probably but let let's be honest here like we have faced up against much better athletic sides throughout the years they weren't good in the copa del rey uh, matchup quarter final they weren't good at home in the league when rodrigo and vini served them on a plate they weren't good tonight either they just scored off a one one off chance where alvaro militao and rodrigo all three of them just didn't anticipate the leap that um himenez is, is going to get on the on the ball played in by griezmann i i don't understand man honestly uh the mistakes keep in on coming uh, it, it 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 like it never seems to you know hit a wall and and kind of wake up you know our defenders our set piece defending especially has been atrocious all season it has been for a long long time we have giants for defenders at the back you know we don't have alessandro martinez you know marking lanky forwards we have really tall physical physically imposing defenders in our arsenal and 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 this is what we pull out honestly man farooq uh, let me know your thoughts bro i mean i kind of share what harvier's points as to be honest like you know a draw with atleti is not uh... is nothing you know to to cry about and honestly like uh this game even before the game you always know what to expect it's a game that's literally going to have literally very few chances in them so you know uh, these are games that you're not going to go in and you know have four five six goal scoring chances and no matter how bad atletia there's always that one thing with them that they always you know just uh, sit tight be organized you know be defensively disciplined and what is and what is not and even we saw in the in the in the game at the copa as well i think we went to extra time 120 minutes before we could knock out this team from even the copa so it was a moment of individual brilliance from you know from rodrigo like it was rodrigo channeling his inner og ronaldo man so it was a, you know it was just an inspirational individual moment from from rodrigo that got us through that game as well so i mean individual talent can only get you through you know to some extent i mean you say mistakes well defending set piece i kind of think it's just you know It's not about a mistake anymore. I mean, if you do it one two times, it's a mistake. But when this is something that becomes, you know, an habitual action, you know, literally every other game, I think you can no longer call it a mistake. It's just, you know, the the lack of care or I, I don't know, the nonchalant attitude of the defenders itself because the point is Jimenez actually attacked the two center backs, Militao and uh what's it called? And Rudiger, the two center backs, you know? Honestly I can you know I can forgive the young guy Alvaro like it's 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 I mean he's a young kid so I wouldn't you know put that uh, that uh, duty on him It's Alvaro's fault man it's honestly not his fault he just came came on he's I mean the forward. point is if if he's choosing if Jimenez is choosing to attack our two center backs that says a lot about our center back pairing and the point now becomes is if Morata wasn't an I don't know a half a half brain person he would have gotten a penalty in the 90th plus minute 
if he just stood on his feet for one second more, Militao was bundling him over in the 91st minute after Alvarez even got his bike in the game. So that's just a thing. Like it's 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 you know this uh, for me it's not about the lack of you know the attacking intent in this game. It's more about you know just defensive lapses. Like till when will you know that that you know till when will we I don't know when when will we continue doing this? When will we start you know starting to realize that okay, you can concede goals, but there are certain things that you should not do. There are certain things that should not happen at this level of football. You understand? But it's it's just so unfortunate that you know. With a, a giant like Cruz again, you know, a monster like Militao, you still, you know, face this kind of situations. But yeah, it is what is unfortunately. And about La Liga, I mean, I've said this long, long ago. La Liga is done and dusted. Like, this is not the game where we lost La Liga. We've lost La Liga's thing, I mean, two, three weeks ago. So, yeah. Rayo, but... Rayo Vallecano was a, was a blip. Let, let's be honest. You know, before right before the World Cup started, we were flying. And Rayo Vallecano, we, we actually, even though we felt hard done by, we couldn't downplay Rayo's team spirit, high-flying nature, you know, uh, a very raucous home atmosphere. We were, we, were, we were well and fairly beaten then, you know. And right then, I was like, yes, this, you saw that. This is the wake-up call we needed, you know, right before the World Cup. You know, we move into the World Cup um, not in a position of false security where we think, yes, we bet Barca in the uh, in the Clasico. We have uh, put together a nice set of winning runs. But like we spoke then, Farouk, you know, like we have seen Ancelotti's uh, teams in the leagues um, go on a very solid run and then cap- capitulate. And I fear that has happened again. I think, yes, he has managed minutes better. Yes, he has rotated personnel a bit more than his, than his first stint. The World Cup, World Cup is, is something that even Carlo's change in ideology wasn't able to cope, unfortunately. Um, I think, looking back, because our players looked out of depth for, for large parts post the World Cup and results against Villarreal, a, a, a nil-nil, uh, very encouraging nil-nil at home to Sociedad. Stuff like that has cost us, man. Like in in previous seasons, we could clearly pinpoint many, many critical lapses uh, in our in our team setup for the reason we actually fell way behind Barca. But this season, it is it is it is out there, out there under the spotlight. It, it is so easy to um, pinpoint why we are in this predicament. You know, it is it is basically just three or four fixtures. That's it. That's it. You know, and even then, even when we drew to Sociedad, I still remember how I felt. Yes, a very uh, open-ended game, end-to-end game. Uh, we created so many chances. We should have won the game. But I, I sat here thinking, you know what? Barca would be looking at that and thinking, we just need to be steady, Eddie. That's it, to win the league now. Steady, Eddie. And that, that's all Barca has to do, man. Unfortunately, we have handed them the league. We have handed the league to a fucking Europa League team, a Europa League team which couldn't even make I'm sorry, the round Sunil, of sixteen. Like, I, I I refuse to agree with what you're saying tonight. Like the point is, you didn't hand Barcelona the league. Barcelona has considered eight league games, eight 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 goals in twenty two matches. That's not what you call handing the league tonight. 
I'm sorry, to I can't agree with you with that. Like, I mean, let's call us. I understand the fact that they have been very defensively solid. No, I understand. I understand. But we got to do our part, right? We got to do our part. We have been very poor. You capitulated. I agree with you. Real Madrid, like, shut their pants 100%. But about handing Barcelona the league, not this year, man. Like, another time, but this season, for sure. Barca has been shit in Europe, but call a spade a spade, man. Like, Barca has been good. Like, they've been playing like champions throughout the year. They've grounded results 1-0 when they need to. They've won games 3-1 when they need to. So that's the thing. Like, I don't think we handed them the league, but rather, like, we shut our pants fine. Barca we were in a very good position. And when you let go of that position, by your own lack of consistency, what is it then? Is it Barca that, snatching exactly. us? Snatching nah, it from us? No, or... that's 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 no, that's look... commendable that you're actually actually lauding Barcelona. I'm all for it. Like I don't have any problems with that. I'm just telling you, we were in a position where we should have kept on going at it, you know, which we couldn't. So Barca took advantage, which I think. See, if you go back to November, right, things can change a lot in in three four months and a World Cup in the middle as well doesn't help, right? But when we actually met them at home in the Classico, what was the vibe like? It was different. It, w- it was it was not like, yes, Barcelona was storming then as well. Remember? Barca was coming in to the Classico on a very, very fine run of form. Very fine run of form. They were looking like they could get a result at the Bernabeu and, and kind of open, open the title uh, talks wide open. But what happened? We put them to bed. Not in some measly, um, you know, like one-off lucky fluke win. We put them to bed thoroughly. We put them to bed in a way that we spoke like, hey, we are reigning champions. You know, we are going back at it again. So from then to now, I can't say that Barca, Barca completely took it from us. I feel honestly, personally, okay, this is my opinion. I feel like we have conceded it. Doris, do, do you share the same sentiment, man? Like your thoughts? Well, first of all, for the thing you were speaking about before, um, I agree with both of you. And I believe there can be two truths uh, in this story. Like uh, we did hand them uh, the league, but Barca, like, to be fair, they're flying, man. And uh, we're just not really fighting for it, I guess, anymore. And uh, that's pretty much it. And uh, tonight even sums that up. I mean, uh, I think we're all pretty disappointed with uh, this draw. And uh, I don't think there's, you know, much uh, to do about it. I mean, it's uh, February and we're already, you know, it's February. Lead. Let yeah. that sink in, people. It's February, you know. February, yeah. And uh, that sucks. That really, really sucks. And uh, yeah, I don't see us coming back from this. But thankfully, we do have uh, two th- trophies that we can still fight for. And uh, yeah, I just hope that we give our all uh, for those uh, two. Because uh, yeah, this one is pretty much out of the picture yeah and uh we are playing barcelona next and uh i don't <laughs> like you you just said how we beat them you know last time and all that I, i'm gonna see how 
confident you feel when we do the uh, preview because uh, the way I see it uh, you know they, they just you know crashed out of the Europa League not really crashed out I mean it, it was Man United uh, they but, gave it yeah. a go they gave it a go yeah uh, since they're not playing for that trophy they only have the league and the Copa you know and uh, so they're gonna give it their all man it's gonna they're, be they're gonna really be. really really difficult I think I personally think they're gonna be more up for this than us mm. you know and unfortunately only the Champions League can motivate our players man it has always been the case it is the case this season as well it would seem like, so but uh, tonight uh, at least for the tonight like uh, I I feel like Ancelotti was the you know like the biggest reason not you know uh, especially for the second half at least in my opinion you know when uh, when he took off Asensio I don't think that was a, a good idea and it really slowed us down we we weren't creative uh, like nearly as we were before and uh, it's it, it wasn't the fault of the new players that we brought on, but uh, Asensio was really, you know, something this game and something actually was happening on the right side. And uh, if you look at the stats for the first time ever, I think uh, the uh, both sides played the uh, equal attacks, which was, you know, very I- interesting. Uh, but yeah, I guess we're talk about the players uh, later. Actually, good, good point, George, because I was thinking, am I the only one like that actually felt like, you know, why is Chouamene coming on for Asensio in this game? Exactly. I was like why? thinking like, why? 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 Fede was I pushed on to the right. I see, 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 in hindsight, it all looks bad. When it happened, I kind of understood that because I was thinking like, Atleti was is a, in, a, in a very low block and kind of pushing us into the center, everybody was narrow. Vinicius was narrow. Uh, Alvaro was playing behind Benzema. There was only basically Fede or Carvajal or when Vasquez came on for Carvajal, those guys down the right who provided some sort of width because Vinicius wanted to stay stay inverted. But is Chouameni providing you width? This is the question I'm asking. Chouameni was playing down the middle. Fede was on the right, bro. What I'm saying is keep Fede on the right, bring on Lucas Vasquez, bring on Kamavinga, bring on anyone but Chouamini in this game. Yeah. So the, the error of uh, Carletto wasn't uh, the change uh, for Asensio. Asensio needed need to be changed. I think the, the error was uh, putting out Ceballos. Uh, That's the error. Ceballos for Chouamini was the error. Because you can play perfectly with uh, Dani, Luca. And Eduardo, and then substitute uh, Nacho and so. I, I I think the the mistake was bringing Shamini to this game. This game, I I agree with you. I, this game didn't need Shamini, but the error was not substituting Asensio. Yeah. Asensio for Fede was a good idea. See, this and is then the thing, bring, yeah. Keep Danny. This this game need Danny and Luca, because like uh, Sonit said. Uh, we we didn't uh, perform well on the on the flanks. You know, Bini was dry out by Savage and Molina. Molina. And on the left side, it would happen exactly the same for Fede. So what we needed to do was a, a strong uh, midfield because they were all out uh, Koke and Saul. 
you know, bring more yeah. people to the middle. And these more people, you can perfectly play with uh, Eduardo on defended midfield and yeah. Luca and Ceballos. Both of them are great players. And then substitute, uh, you know, the, the other change, I think it was, uh, uh, I, I don't remember, when he brings Alvaro. was a perfect idea because you can yeah. only play Bini on the uh, on the forward, Alvaro, uh, sorry, Benzema, and then Alvaro. What, what Alvaro, happened yeah. was the substitutions were great against one, you know? I think this, this game was harsh for Shamini because he didn't bring anything to the table because he I, I thought I thought he I thought he bought I thought he bought something to the table honestly like I can't I can't understand like the sentiment yes maybe Kamavinga being pushed down to the left back would have would have kind of hindered our midfield uh, control but honestly when Javier you said Danny Ceballos taking off Danny, Danny Ceballos was 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 the wrong thing to do honestly from the first half. I don't think, apart from maybe like a couple of bright moments, what did Danny Ceballos do, bro? Can you tell me that? I, I think for me, hindsight, man, like it's not about Danny Ceballos or Marco Asensio or whatever. I think the option, the point I, I think that we're all trying to make is that bringing on Chouameni in this game wasn't the... Chouameni wasn't the abilities, what the characteristics that Chouameni exhibit wasn't needed in this game. And I think that as, as, as you guys also are saying, the point is, at least for me, my substitution was, if it was going to be, it was Marco Asensio for Lucas Vasquez directly. This was what was in my mind, actually, because as you guys That's said, like, we had no width. We had literally zero width. And honestly, like they did a very good job on uh, Vinicius. And obviously, this is it, like Savage and Molina. These are very good players. Savage was really good tonight. Honestly, so that's the thing. Like, I mean, irrespective of who went up or who came on, I just felt like Chouameni wasn't meant for this game. And even to some extent, Tony Cross as well. Honestly, like, well, I don't know, man. Tony Cruz, I don't understand what is going on with Tony Cruz, man. It, it's increasingly looking like he, he's going to call it a day at the end of the season. I don't want that to happen. And I see it in his face. You see his face? You see his expressions when he comes on, when he goes off? It's not looking good, bruv. I'm, I'm going to tell you, simple as. It's not looking good for Tony Cruz. His, his well, body I mean... language... I don't good. know, man. Tony came back off of, off of an illness, so I don't know, honestly. To be I understand honest. all that. I understand all that. But for, for a while now, Tony Cruz has been iffy. Like, you know, like even, even the couple of games before before he actually fell ill. I don't know. I don't know. And especially, let, let me also get this in. Whenever he comes in, Chouameni is not there. So what is he going to do? Play, play a six. He is not a six. I don't understand why he's the guy who has to drop between our defenders to play out of the back. It's always the case. Why is he the last guy? That, I think that's the, exactly the reason why he's... Uh, I wouldn't say mad, but I, he's not happy with uh, his role in this, at this moment. Understandable. I mean, Understandable. It's the role he has to fill, because like you said, Chauvinie is not uh, there for this uh, match. And I think uh, Eduardo... Is not reliable in that uh, position, at least for the eyes of uh, Carletto at this moment in his career. I think eventually Eduardo will be the substitute number six when Shamini is out. Or, like, uh, I mean, it was. And like he can do a job. Briefly, we have seen plenty moments. of times. I mean, briefly for today's match, I think Carletto was the idea to play with Eduardo and, uh, uh, and sorry, Shamini. And bring absolutely freedom to, to, to Luca. I think the, the, 
the red card for Correa changed that, you know, changed that because uh, it would free completely. Yeah, for but uh, thinking of uh, uh, Asensio at the same time, just uh, like really, really, really slowed us down. And you could say that you could put uh, Valverde on the right wing, but that just doing the same thing over and over that we always do. And uh, we don't even have Rodrigo for for this match, so we're double screwed on that. And, and I I I think it it it's it's just the way it is. Like uh, uh, this game, I feel like uh, even the players and the coach uh, made some you know some questionable decisions, uh, and you know we only uh, came off with a point, but. Uh, I think uh, uh, with Joao many the, the uh, Asensio coming off was the worst decision, and uh, I would even say uh, he was one of our best players in the in the first half. Not gonna lie, Asensio, Asensio, Asensio was good. Um, but yeah, like like you see here in the, in this very panel, all four of us has different thoughts, very very different thoughts on on why the game went that way, but. We we gotta actually look at the players themselves. I, I've I've got a few names here, honestly, which which I I just can't um, understand why their decision making was off. Why they looked less sharper than at Anfield. I I don't understand. But we gotta get to some of the comments. Um, Jacob is in the chat. Uh, he was saying totally got the subs wrong. This is on Ancelotti. Agree with Doris. Uh, yeah, the subs, man. I don't understand, honestly. Um. It could have been it could have been uh, better off without Chouamé in midfield. Honestly, when he came on, I thought yes, he would add a bit more steel, and he has a capability to actually hit long range shots. So you know, maybe maybe hit a long range shot uh, or black parry set around and and someone taps in the rebound. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Ricardo Bengling is also in the chat. Big up you, man. Um, he says I've never witnessed. A back-to-back Ligas as a mattered fan. Uh, it, it's it's. I don't see it happening anytime soon. Um, we need to start. Sorry, Javier. Yeah, just to point that out, how long this has been for us? There is no current uh, Real Madrid player that has uh, went back-to-back La Ligas. When no. was the last back-to-back La Liga won? Two thousand seven to two thousand nine. Nice. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a long time ago. No, that's a start. Uh, two, it, two, thousand six, seven, and seven, eight, right? Six, seven, and seven, eight. I right. think it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Six, seven, uh, with seven, I eight. Think Capello, <laughs> and the next one, I think it's I, I I will get it that wrong. So it was just you guys in the in the chat let you know that probably. Some of you wouldn't be born yet. It's like uh, we used to play with uh, uh, Iguain and we Alisco. used to have guys like Diara. We used to got and we, basically we, that La Liga of La Remontadas was a very historical one. It was, I think, the first uh, you know season for uh, Marcelo and uh, Ramos and then uh, Reyes. Uh, rest in peace. Oh, Jose Enrique Reyes, yeah. 
Yeah, that's how far it's been. You know, the last season we used to have, uh, still have, sorry, uh, Marcelo that was in those ligas, but now we have no one, and that's that's crazy because if you move your head and and know that it's basically twelve years for Danny Carvajal and Nacho and uh, Lucas Vasquez and. You know, and Modric and Tony Cross has been so a Benzema. You know, Benzema has not win back to back La Ligas as a Real Madrid player. We basically had it uh, last two seasons when we basically get robbed by the referees until the last game. Uh, the the infamous handball to Militao. But that's basically it. That's the closest we have been to a back to back La Liga because. We usually have like wonderful La Liga and we basically uh, destroy everyone. And next season, we get basically this, you know. I, I, I just to round up my thought, I, I agree with Farouk. We don't handle La Liga to Barca. Barca has won it in their own right. Because losing La Liga is uh, bleeding points when the other team is bleeding points as well. But you're bleeding more out if you... Understand, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that. That's that's what I said because you know, like I can clearly see Barca is not going to go invincible. Yeah, like they are clearly going to drop more uh, more points, but we are going to more. We are going to drop more than them. You know, like that. That's that's factual. We know. We know how this team is going to perform. We have seen this before. You know, we are. We are not. We are not in that momentum. Like we we were in 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 the in the past season where we could actually thumb teams or win out of nothing. Yes, we have seen glimpses of that this season, but not not enough, not enough. I think I think we we just ran out of luck, man. This season, last season, Vinny and Benzema was was on a different level, and that kind of alleviated so so many cracks that we uh, that we had in the team. But unfortunately. When those two guys are not firing, this is what happens, you know. Um, yeah, going back to Ricardo's comment, uh, um, I got sidetracked. Um, he, say, he said, I have never witnessed back-to-back Ligas as a Madrid fan. We need to start winning more league titles. Facts. This has been a trend for years now and it's not good enough. Jacob also says, big win from this game, Alvaro arrives. Yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Honestly, a day like today should have been all about the guy Alvaro Rodriguez, you know, 18, 19, uh, first game, seven minutes, one assist. This game, six, seven minutes, a goal. He's so decisive, so decisive for for a man of his age, uh, tremendous potential. This, this, this just uh, goes to show how much, you know, Raul and, and Carlo kind of work together. And, and, and the club also pushes this agenda of actually uh, picking out players that are, you know, kind of ready for the first team and and putting them in the deep end. You know, this 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 kind of seems to work. Um, I, I think we have a blueprint for actually integrating players now. You know, at least under this this um, this management. But, Wait, did uh, you say we have a blueprint? Did you say we have a blueprint? We have. We kind of have a blueprint. Would you would you have said the same thing last season, Farouk? Just go back twelve months. What would you see? Would what? you see yourself? Would you see yourself watching us play and Carlo bringing on someone like Alvaro Rodriguez? No, you don't. I mean, 
no, that goes to show how much trust they have in Alvaro Rodriguez more than the likes of Aribas and Marvin and all the others. I don't Aribas think they have is needed. Aribas is needed. I think I, that's nah, why he's not I, being I, called up. Alvaro and Aribas and these that? guys have all the faith by, from the management. Come on, what man, faith? we got to pick them up when they're doing something good, right? What what faith? What blueprint? I'm saying to you, like Alvaro, I think he's a special case here. That's the thing. But I don't think there's a blueprint anywhere. All these guys are just gonna go on loan and come back and toil around here and there. I mean, obviously we have a lot of talented guys that normally should be playing, but I totally disagree when you say we have a blueprint. Like, what blueprint? What evidence do we have to show? I mean, we went to Saudi Arabia. I'm telling you, going off the... I'm telling you, going off the last two months. Aribas was on the bench. We scored four goals in Saudi Arabia. Aribas was on the bench. The man could have gotten extra five, ten minutes here and there. No, he wasn't going to play. To bring on the substitutes, he brings the players that have won the Champions League five times. So I, when you talk about a blueprint, man, now nah, we ain't got no blueprint nowhere, man. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you're going to eat your words in a bit. Like you ate your words with Kamavinga, like you have eaten so many humble pies, bro. I'm telling you, under Carlo, we're going to see a change. I'm telling you. Last year, I was with you. I was with you. Last year, I was with you, slandering him, right? But now when I see that he is doing something, I got to give him some flowers, honestly. That's what I'm doing. I'm not the biggest Carlo advocate here, you know. And I know that you have a clear agenda against Carlo, but when he's doing something right, just accept it for once, you know. But uh, yeah. let's move on from from that bit. Um, I got to actually get into Vinicius and Benzema, who I think has has choked hard tonight. The amount of shots they have let off over the bar, out of bounds in this game is atrocious. Like, I, I can't understand how they completely lose their footing, their composure, their shooting boots at Anfield. Clearly, there was a hangover from Tuesday night. Javier, like, your thoughts, man? Uh, I mean, Vini had a very regular game, nothing special. But I'm going to uh, point out Benzema. Benzema has... Uh, an awful game. He didn't uh, understand very good his position until Alvaro Rodriguez uh, came in. I mean, Bini, Bini struggled with Savic and Molina, like we said. And if it wasn't for Hermoso, I think he will score basically the same goal uh, that he scores at Anfield. But it wasn't a game for Bini because like, I, I said it a million times. When Benzema is out, Bin is out as well, because he, he tends to to rely uh, so much more on Benzema, and it's and it's a good thing, you know. You, uh, Bin is a, a rising star, but Benzema is a Ballon d'Or. So today wasn't a good, uh, you know. I, I didn't like anything about Benzema for today's game. I I will understand that you cannot uh, substitute your star. But if you ask me, if Rodrigo was uh, available, I would he missed Rodrigo. Benzema for Rodrigo, you know, and keep mm. Alvaro and play with Bini, Alvaro, and Rodrigo. So, yeah, we we don't uh, see this fully fit Benzema, and this is uh, a recurrent uh, thing for the whole season. You know, we have a very good game. Uh, and then he disappears for a two or three or gets injured, you know? We don't get this consistency, like you said, 
of Vini and Benzema for last season. Last season was superb, Benzema. This season, I think, all round, it's a better uh, season for Vini than last one. But it's an insanely uh, worse season for Benzema. But insanely, there's no doubt. And this guy, we need him. And if he, he needs to rest uh, for the next, uh, I don't know, La Liga games, just to be fit against uh, Barca in La Copa and then Champions League. I mean, like you said, this uh, La Liga is basically out. Why don't rest Benzema whenever he needs? There's no point of tying him up after a, a, a season with his picking injury to injury to you know? I, I mean, for me, and Benzema the, the, below, the... below average. You know, like, if I have to to shut up uh, in a negative way one player for today, it's basically Benzema for me. For me as well, like them both, like we hold them to such high standards. Uh, it was it was way below that, way below that. Um, you made an interesting point, which we have discussed, you know, ever since we felt like the La Liga title race has been slipping away. Um, rest is needed for Benzema, especially after last season. We saw this coming. I predicted this way, way back, way before we won the double last season. Benzema is never going to have a season like he had last year. It is just understandable. You know, he's human. He's he's not Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi. Um, but the thing is, like, if we rest him too much, he he would lose match sharpness. So we gotta hand Benzema. We gotta handle Benzema just right. Just right that he is fresh enough and also has that momentum in him to actually be decisive, like he was decisive at Anfield, like he has been decisive in 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 the, in the last you know ten or so knockout games. Um, we need him. We need him bad man. Like if if Benzema is is half fit, he's nowhere near the Benzema. You know when he's like uh, nowhere near the peak Benzema. I mean because. When he's not sharp, he he's not as intuitive. He's not as uh, clever on the ball. He he just loses his uh, his uh, you know his his mystic powers. Let's just say. But um, Farouk, talk to me about Vinicius, man. Um, wasn't this a case of you know a midweek fixture, a big fixture where he he was burnt out too much, and then on a Saturday he has to go again against. You know, a very, very stubborn athletic defense. Yeah, I think that's that's you know the case, and you know as Harvey rightly pointed out, you know even for the head of Hermoso, like most likely he would have repeated the trick he had, you know, done at Anfield. And I think one big difference you have to see from there is that you know uh, at the game against Liverpool, he was defended by Trent Alexander-Arnold and you know and Joe Gomez. But now you come and he's been you know defended by Savage and. Uh, who, in my opinion, was the man of the match, and you know, and 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 Molina, Molina. was a World Cup winner. So it was, it was, you know, it was a whole different ball game. Like these are defensive specialists, you know, like these are people who are not for the defensive ability. So it was just, you know, it was a, it was a cage game. And considering that, you know, Atleti also played a low block. Honestly, I can, you know, kind of understand the the, the drop off there for for Vinia, Honestly, and also I feel like, you know, in this in this kind of games, that's where you feel like you want that natural fullback, you know, who is going to provide an outlet for Vinicius Junior ball. There were lots of time when Vini was talking on Maze and like there was no one providing that outlet for him, honestly. So, you know, it was just and Benzema, you know, was very good with was very good at providing that. But in this game, as you guys rightly pointed out, honestly, like uh, Benzema was below par, honestly, a lot, a lot below par. 
So I think that's one of the things, you know, it's not just about Vini himself, it's about what's happening, you know, around him as also it's 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 been a, a really down game. And honestly, like when it doesn't work for either Benzema or Vinicius, like you know, it's literally uh emotion for us actually. I kind of agree, you know. Um, it it is a it is a culmination of so many so many factors that that ends up in days like this when we just don't click, man. And when we don't click, it's so frustrating to watch because we are a team that relies on on players actually um, rubbing like vibing off each other, you know, or like playing off each other. Like we depend on it so so much because we don't have like we've discussed before, a very tactically astute system um, of seeing out games. You know, like we we have a very um, loose framework to how we tactically set up and it, the rest is dependent on the players. And when the players are a little below their optimal, you know, performance levels, we, we, just, we just look out of sorts. Um, but yeah, man, almost like 15... 1517 of you in the chat. Uh, if you haven't smashed the like button already, please smash the like button. And if you have actually, if you're actually new here, you know, don't forget to um, subscribe to the channel and also turn the notification bell on so that you guys know when we actually schedule uh, a live. Also, Jasmit Pahua in the chat. Uh, nice to see you again, man. Uh, he says, I think Real Madrid has given up on La Liga and are focusing on the Champions League. It is a very dangerous game to play. Um, I'll tell you that, you know, um, it, it is not something that we can bank on. It is something that we can be hopeful towards, but I don't think it is something that can be banked on um, to see out the season. That's historically the case, Sonny. Mm -hmm. I know it, it has been historically... I, I will try to point that out, the silver lining of, of this bullshit, losing La Liga in February, is basically uh, in the... 14 Champions League uh, titles of Real Madrid, only twice has we won La Liga and Champions League. We basically, uh, there have been seasons that uh, we won Champions League and finished eight in La Liga, you know? It's basically uh, uh, ridiculous how uh, uh, this polarizing team, but that's, that's Real Madrid, that's the only team, you know? You need, you can only access to Champions League by winning La Liga or finishing two or three. But this is for the past uh, years, wasn't the case. All winning Champions League. So in the uh, in the middle of the 1997, 98, and 2000, when we won uh, three Champions League, two of those we basically accessed to Champions League by winning it, not by position in La Liga. So this is our history. We as a fans, we basically want to win every single title. And it's awful for us that we are doomed to uh, be a show in Europe and in a disaster at home, you know? Uh, but, but it's the history of Real Madrid. I mean, would you rather win uh, the 15 champions uh, earlier than the 36 La Liga? We are basically said it uh, at the beginning of the season. Yes, yes, that's that's the reason why Real Madrid is different. It's built to win Champions League, not built to win La Liga. It's it's an historic uh, thing, and 
Sometimes in the past uh, 20 years, Barça has won more La Ligas than in the previous century. Because like uh, Farouk said, we usually have uh, won La Ligas because we're basically at this level, you know, this level of football. But there's so rare of uh, either team winning La Liga by 100 points or 100 goals. They usually have like 80 points or so and, and win it by a lower margin between the first and the sixth has been like that all the time, like like a Premier League or so. This polarizing thing, it's not helping us because in the sprint run, we can manage to do it. But in the marathon, we're basically doomed to, to lose against a Barca side or Atletico side. There are uh, these underdogs for every single team. And I, I like I said it earlier in so many pod, uh, podcasts before, Every single team outplayed themselves against Real Madrid. There's no because you you, you need to beat the Champions League uh, champion. You need to beat the best team in the world. You planified your whole season for those two games. It's not happened with Barça. It wouldn't happen at any single point for Atletico or Valencia or Bilbao. They have their rivalries, but it's one or two. They hope uh, La Liga is our rival. And if we don't understand that from the get-go, we're not going to win uh, La Liga's uh, regularly. I, I completely share the sentiment, man. But but all this talk, yes, like if, if we go deep, it'll be good. But like oh. last season... I think this is a very uh, dangerous game to play. Wh- wh- who is speaking in the background? Was it Farouk? I can't see him. You can see me? I mean, like I'm looking at the comments, so I can see only the person who is speaking. So were you trying to say something? Go ahead. No, no, like, I wasn't... no, 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 no. I wasn't saying anything. No. Right, right. Um, yeah, like I would, I would like, I would like to come to Doris, man, actually. Because honestly, in my opinion, all this chat about, yes, like, we have a history of actually, you know, uh, like seeing seeing, seeing it through with the Champions League, you know, uh, like um, defining a season using a Champions League success, all that talk in February. I think it's way too premature. I think it is way too dangerous a game to play. Like, do you share the sentiment, man? Oh, yeah, definitely. It is very dangerous. And uh, I mean, we... Like we said, it is only February and, uh, you know, trailing behind Barca uh, for so many points, obviously, in February isn't ideal, you know. And uh, I uh, I mean, I feel like we as fans feel pretty good uh, with beating Liverpool uh, the way we did. But uh, to be realistic, there are uh, many games to play until the uh, final and... Uh, yeah, I agree with you completely. It was uh, very early, you know, to give up if we could even call it that, you know. And uh, yeah, that's pretty it, much it, it. It is a shame. It is a shame, honestly. Like three, four months before the season ends and, and we are in the state. Like, yeah. I've, 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 I've been there. I've seen that. I've seen us in much dire situations, you know, like against Pep's infamous Barcelona, like, we we literally conceded leagues around around this period, and it never felt good, you know. 
it, it never felt good honestly um it was it was always a chore to actually and then sit through la liga games we sit through la liga games because we love this club we want to see our players prosper we we want to see our club prosper and also la liga uh, is like from now on until the end of the season la liga will be used as a sort of a mock training session that let's be honest and that has what this yeah. has come down to it it is it is shocking honestly um just more power in the comment section uh, he says i think the bench quality isn't good enough um i, I don't think you have been uh, watching us for long just more because we have been banging our drums on about um our lack of activity in the transfer market our very laid back approach uh to 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 negotiations how we are the nice guy in the transfer market we don't want to piss off anyone we don't want to uh you know take players off off of off of uh loan and what not so we have just reaped you know what what we sowed man unfortunately uh he also goes on to say uh, i mean even napoli bet them 5-2 uh i i hope you're talking about liverpool yeah uh which i completely agree liverpool yes they are a team uh, who are in the mud i think the, the the feeling that we portrayed and the feeling all around europe uh preceding the result was was uh, was a case of you know what like they are back for revenge and blah 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 we have a history you know like two champions league finals in the last like 3 4 years and what not so the backdrop was kind of what made it um an occasion a celebration let let's just call it like 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 what 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 went down you know honestly um and also the manner we won the game we were 2-0 down away at not your random you know uh you know mercedes benz arena it was anfield let's not forget that it was anfield and we were 2-0 down and we came back so we came back in a manner you know that that was that was really really commendable so we absolutely had every right to celebrate and we did and i did mention on that very podcast doris was here half asleep or fully asleep <laughs> but she was here she was listening to me uh, also have was here i told you guys we're going to celebrate for that night but after that you know we we are, we, we know what we are getting back to and you know um i guess we predicted uh, the la liga form you know punching us in the face again um just more again says you watch la liga games because you're uh, an actual real madrid fans and not the plastic penaldo ones who arrive once champions league comes um i i don't i don't i don't think there are any more penaldo fans left honestly <laughs> i think they i think they've they've uh checked out he also got to say also i was so way of predictions um Oh I think about the Liverpool game I remember you you said something along the lines of 2-1 if I'm not mistaken but yeah man that game was wild but yeah a completely different contrast to uh Tuesday you know tonight was a night I was hoping that you know like we can take some morale you know back back on board but I guess the team was still recovering from Anfield and and it's it's only normal it's only normal and it's not going to let up you know we play Barcelona on Thursday Farouk you know we have a preview coming up Tuesday hopefully um um with uh, with the guys we we did the preview back in November but man like this doesn't bode well right like this basically gives 
Barcelona a tremendous vote of confidence, you know, not just in La Liga, but the whole general mood of both clubs. It's 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 like a um it's like two extreme poles, right? Like nobody can be at the top together. So it's always up and down on, on either side. And definitely after tonight, Barca would, would feel better, right? Uh, I mean, they still have a game to play, but I want to assume that it's against Almeria and Almeria and like in the bottom three of La Liga, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, uh, honestly, like, this is not a morale-boosting victory, but the point is, it's an it's a classical, honestly. Like, I mean, because if you're, if we're going to talk about that, I mean, we should be, you know, blowing Atleti out of the water, Atleti out of the water this evening, you know, but again, we still didn't. So, it gives to show that, you know, these games actually aren't all about, you know, the, the 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 form and all these kind of things because these are although like it's not a derby but it's you know it's a really really you know historical and uh, very tense game so uh, I'll just say like uh, honestly I would back our team because I feel like our team is much more better than their team but the thing is you know uh, confidence is something that's really important honestly and I feel like you know this game honestly has you know if it was after the Liverpool game you know our morale was really high but after this game honestly like we have taken a bit of a blow in the confidence side so yeah, I think you're you're kind of you can have a point where you say you know Barca are gonna feel you know the high of this and especially you know with their exit from the Euro from Europa League as well they're gonna you know put their all into this and let's not forget like you know just like the Champions League is our early Copa is Barcelona's trophy as well I mean they've always won that irrespective of what's happened you know so that's oh, I mean that's the truth man like you could see no matter how bad Barca are, they always win they always find themselves in the semi-finals finals of the of the Copa, I mean, so they literally know they're like this is their bread and butter, I mean, so they know how to play this tournament. So yeah, uh, it reduces you know the the confidence going into this game. It's not going to be easy. Yeah, go on. Sorry, if you let me, uh, I I disagree with you both uh, because I I I know this is a blow, you know, a time against Atletico, but La Liga was basically uh, done for for itself. So we didn't lose that much on this game. This is a confirmation. But that it, like, it yes, is just probably. another beatdown and it's not yeah, yeah. your regular game, right? It's a derby, right? But but, but it's not that uh, huge of a blow, if you let me. It's a bigger blow being out of Europa League. I, I yeah. think so, because you rely yeah. on, you are already out of Champions League. And you're basically uh, out of any Copa or money that that they desperately uh, in in February as well. So yeah, this was a confirmation for us that we have a good moment, and we don't have that uh, huge moment that like we thought. But Barcelona is if they manage to uh, perform poorly or regularly or even winning by a lower margin tomorrow, I think it's pretty even in the Clásico. Because like Farouk said, yeah, they, they love to play La Copa del Rey, but we love to play against Barcelona. So for me, it's it's basically everybody's game in the, in the mentality department, but in the uh, squad department, we're better. They're not going to play, uh, I think, Pedro is out. I think some of the, the, the regulars are, are out. So for me, and, and I will finish on this, uh, if tomorrow is not perfect for Barcelona, the momentum is going to be at least equal 
or even perfect for Barcelona tomorrow, the moment is the momentum, sorry, is gonna be better for us. I still think so. Because losing uh, La Liga in February it's a it's a blow. Yeah, for sure. But 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 we didn't lose La Liga in this moment, yeah. this game for Atletico. We lose it so many weeks ago. But being out in the Europa League in this week may affect Barca even more. It so, also has huge financial implications as well. Europa League was going to fetch them a fair bit of money uh, to actually, you know, uh, basically feed the club, man. Uh, you know, like I think they have... They'll eventually run out of uh, livers to pull and whatnot. So Europa League was a huge source of income for them. And yeah, like you said, it's a it's a blow. And also, yeah, see you see you in a bit, Javier. We're gonna wrap it up in a bit as well. But uh, yeah, see you see you soon, man. Take care. Um, yeah. Uh, if if Doris is okay to bring up some more comments, just Mohit also says. Um. um Yep, I was I was predicting La Liga form. Oh, La Liga form. Fair enough, fair enough. He wasn't mentioning about the Anfield prediction. Um, he also says Barca has Dembele and Pedri injured. You guys have a chance. Barcelona Barcelona's injury woes do make them a little less fluid. I agree. You know, like Rafinha, although he's good, he's not as versatile or or uh, as aggressive as as um, Dembele. So. I, I do share the sentiment, but come on, and Barcelona has a very, very fleshed out tactical plan to actually see out games. And and that worries me, man. Even against United for the first half, they should have been. They should have been well, well and far away behind. I think in the second half, Xavi, Xavi kind of relaxed and 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 let let the play unfold and was kind of a little too late to make changes, then that's why they suffered um, uh, against against United. But like losing, like 2-1, I, I think they lost, uh, losing by a goal margin away at a very, very, very resurgent United side. Um, it's it's not a, it's not a big, um, it's not a big catastrophe, like honestly. Like, yeah, we can banter them. Obviously, I did, you know, to my mates as well. Like, but like the actuality is United is not is, is not a slouch, you know. Now um Eric Ten Hag has actually uh, set them up pretty nicely. So Barcelona, man, uh they I don't think they're gonna be that bad, honestly. Um he also got to say, I know this is off topic, but Barca did lose to a transformed United without their key players. So it's gonna be a tough challenge regardless. Yeah. Uh we sure know, man. We sure know. Barcelona. Honestly, if anybody has a number, you know, with like a number on us, like it's it's them. Um, we are everyone's bogey team. They are our bogey team. You know, like it 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 always will be. Um, even last season when we were flying, we lost four nil at home. You know, four nil at home, bro. So this 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 is this is just giving me PTSD at this point. Um, he also got to say, Xavi doesn't know how to adapt. People have kind of thrown that remarks around at Xavi. Uh, I kind of agree, but he is a man who is who is basically, you know, like learning on his job. Uh, it's his first major coaching job. Yes, he has coached in Qatar, but we all know that accounts for little. You know, this is his first major job, and he has already done a very tremendous job, man. Honestly, um, it 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 gives me Zidane vibes, you know. Um, and I hope you know that that like 
the the whole chavi situation doesn't you know end up like that but man doris let's uh move on to the soul silver lining or the soul uh you know light from from tonight's performance which was alvaro rodriguez um whenever you see this kid there is something about him right like either it's his aggression either it's his uh, eagerness to actually get on the end of things there was actually a cross i think from vinny which he almost got on the end of you know like after he scored the set piece like can we count on this kid even in big champions league games you know when we need to change change the pace of the game a bit yeah definitely uh, i mean that was the only alvaro i was uh, rooting for the and uh, <laughs> yeah uh, i mean that kid pro- proved it even you know last game uh, in the in the cup uh, he he had a two assists right and uh, i mean that that should show you that he should be given a chance but i saw a lot of people saying that we should start uh, you know our Castilla uh, players uh, in the Champions League and uh, I don't know about starting them I mean that is a, a big leap you know from coming on uh, you know five to ten minutes uh, and the people were saying you know uh, but they see each other every day they train every day and I, I don't think that's uh, really a good way to you know uh, co- compare those situation so training together and actually playing a champions league game is just like entirely different kettle yeah, fish like uh, i don't see what what people are saying that. but but let me ask you but, this let me ask you this doris like if we go and take maybe a 2-0 lead yeah we uh, or a 3-0 lead you know op- optimistic circumstance yeah can we bring on people like alvaro or aribas like yes, around the definitely. 60th 50th minute i wouldn't say that we even need that you know but angelotti needs that and uh, mm. you know mm. uh, i don't think it's a smart thing to start them but uh, yeah yeah you know absolutely to bring them on uh, we can obviously see that uh, alaro is uh, on fire you know and uh, obviously uh, he's still needed in castilla and uh, it is a difficult decision for the for the club in general you know cuz he, uh, he basically plays for uh, two uh, two teams now and uh, yeah basically uh, every time that he's come on for us he's uh, made a change or uh, something uh, incredible and tonight uh, he almost got a, a second goal i don't know if you remember the second header that he almost uh, got to but yeah if he scored even that uh, i don't think we will be even you know talking about this and it it, it kind of feels like he has that uh, rodrigo spirit in him uh, every time that he comes on you know something happens but let's let, sorry for interrupting let me just ask you this Doris, because the thing is this like you know uh, as i said earlier i don't think you know castilla guys are going to come and play like in this team honestly i uh, but one thing i can i can say for sure is that Alvaro seems to be a special case because even the way Carlos speaks about him is different. You understand? Well, you actually rightly made a very good point here that he's playing for two teams. Like he's near in the Castilla. But then I'm thinking, like the point is, we don't have a second striker in our team. Mariano is never gonna play. 
then why don't you just let Alvaro trim with Benzema always and be on the substitute bench? That's a, okay, obviously, because he's still developing, that takes a lot of playing time from him. But it's something that exposes him to, you know, training one of the best strikers in the world. Like, it's a very, very good opportunity for him. Case in point, I will give to you, for example, Phil Foden. When the likes of, you know, uh, Sancho were going out to other clubs and what and what is and what is not, he stayed at uh, City, training with David Silva, wasn't playing a single minute, and we can see what happened to Phil Foden now. You understand? So that's also something you can think, because the point is, why play with why play for Castilla then when your team literally doesn't have a second striker and you can train with the best striker in the world? I don't know. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, what I'm saying is... Uh... In general, we're in a bit of a pickle, you know, there, <laughs> you know, just uh, not uh, using our uh, transfers or not having transfers, you know, Alvaro shouldn't even be in this uh, position where uh, our coaches uh, for the Castilla and for the Serie team even have to choose there, you know, he, uh, he seems like a luxury that we even, you know, get to call him. Because we, I feel like we're so used to uh, just not playing them that uh, I feel like uh, uh, we're not even you know trying to imagine it anymore. Because uh, I feel like we 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 stopped trying there, you know. And uh, <laughs> someone mentioned uh, Mariano's here. I'm sorry, uh, but yeah, uh, for Alvaro, <laughs> for uh, for Alvaro. Obviously, we really, really, really need him, and uh, it it is obviously costing us that that we have Mariano uh, on the on the bench that that cannot do anything when we have Alvaro right there for us. You know. Let me let me but, actually um let me actually address address that like Farouk when you said like Doris made some very good points. You know, like she what she says is also true. But Farouk, you should you should understand that like. Unless you're something that special, a club of fast stature is never going to fast track a guy playing in Castilla directly into the first team, hands down. This is his stepping, like breaking out season, hopefully. And next year, when Mariano is completely gone, you'll see this. You'll see that Alvaro's with the squad. You know, I, I don't think anybody can can hide anymore uh, with regards to, you know, this kid's talent. And... Uh, I clearly, well, that, clearly. That, that's that's the point I'm trying to make because the point is, yeah. I don't, I don't remember a, a time where we needed a goal in an important game that Carlo Ancelotti has actually trusted a player from Castilla onto the team. I don't, maybe mm-hmm. I, I remember wrongly, but I've never seen this. And as oh. I've said, like during his interviews, the way he speaks about this kid, it tells you that because the point is, we know Carlo. He has just a group of fourteen players that he trusts, and literally, even if you're Messi, he doesn't give a shit about you. He's not gonna play you. You understand? So I kind of feel like he has earned the trust of this guy. And if this is the case that Carlo trusts this guy, then why keep, you know, fluctuating him between the two teams? Let him just stay mm. here, be your second striker. He gets five, ten minutes here and there, but keeps on training with Karim Benzema at least, and he lends the trade there. You understand? I mean, for mm. the case of the Aribas and the Marvins and all that, I mean, I could give a flying fuck about that. I really don't care because I've seen that Carlo doesn't really fully trust them at least the way i've seen that he chose that but but let me tell you this farouk going by the signs that i've been seeing and the reason why i'm putting my neck on the line again for 70 year old chewing gum serial chewing gum addict you know don carlo ancelotti it is because i i clearly see that there there is some sort of an evolution in his in his philosophy and i think you're gonna we are gonna benefit from that 
uh, like by the end of the season you know like touch wood fingers crossed and all of that hopefully alvaro is like the rodrigo of last season and let's not forget rodrigo was missing in action tonight if rodrigo was there i guarantee you if you know like he like obviously we are, if we are 1-0 down and and we are kind of looking for inspiration he has done that before but the game at 1-0 down then look exactly in a manner where we would actually you know take um, take the next goal or take the initiative but at 1-1 needing another goal to actually seal the game if rodrigo was on you know like we would have actually nicked it but you know like unfortunately we missed him we are going to miss modric for the next game against betis you know he picked up a a silly yellow uh, yeah uh, it is what it is but uh, a couple of comments man um, ashik is back in the building nice to see you again bro um he says uh, lord mariano's presence is, is enough he doesn't need to play facts yeah, yeah. he he's, he <laughs> he's he's just an intimidation factor at this point you know like we just get intimidated you know we just intimidated we just get intimidated to the point like we don't know why he's on the bench um but even what he plays all he does is just annoy defenders let's pretty much all he does at least he does that just you know that, that, like i was like, like they're doing something yeah. like if you remember jovic jovic never used to do even that so i'm just i'm just putting stuff out there i'm not the you know the mariano defender i just have a soft spot for him you know for that depor goal i've always mentioned it you know like i'll always cherish that memory but people like mariano he shouldn't be anywhere near the real madrid first team first team uh, squad <laughs> yeah it, it is what it is but um yeah ashik also says we needed uh, a remark about mariano say from doris just like we did before liverpool match there you go man the floor is yours bro I mean if you put something on something and you shoot it on something it's going to go the other way obviously <laughs> that's what i keep saying <laughs> it's not i didn't know what that meant on there you know it needs to be smooth that's why we put our a ponytail low on our head so that this part is smooth thank you i i wanted that therapy honestly yeah. you know a couple of couple of you know. <laughs> uh, a couple of games know, would would I I, I love the I love the you know the the illustration if you put something on something <laughs> because I was I was thinking something else you know like what is something on something you know no, is if something is round and you put something on it and you put something round on it it's going to go the other way it's not going to bounce properly you know and that's why you put your ponytail low on your head oh, oh i mean for a reason you know we, we i i have to you know thank ashik for requesting this and at least that has given us a laugh this evening that's a good one farooq wa farooq was in here the first time the infamous doris mariano meme broke you know but you're here for the 2.0 you know So and I, I'm I'm so glad I'm here Mashik thanks for that <laughs> <laughs> Well 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 we should do some of this for charity Doris if you're down yeah Sure sure I'm Yeah down, down the line down the line you know like um, it it seems like you have enough stand up uh, stand up caution you know like stand up uh, ability to actually you know deliver 
these yeah. lines but anyway anyway i i see this is this is the thing like even if mariano isn't helping real madrid in any manner this season he is helping us with some comic relief at least you know like yeah, this is yeah. it man that's why we call him lord um but uh, yeah like tinova is is back uh, nice to see you again man uh, he says let's be honest we'll we'll probably be losing nil 3 oh my god against liverpool and and make it 3-3 please please no no, please, no no champions league drama no real madrid i remember the chelsea game i remember yeah. how how confident i was that yes maybe we might concede but we are going to thump them but what happened oh my god i i i just i'm not ready man honestly i'm not ready i'm getting old i'm 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 not i'm not 20 anymore you know i i i wouldn't be able to handle um the stress man honestly i still remember the chelsea game and it it wasn't an easy watch if not for rodrigo i i'm not sure what would have happened you know and also the marcus aged a few years uh, that day <laughs> facts man and, and, and gray hairs on my head that day honestly yeah 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 i remember minute, right yeah yeah rodrigo rodrigo and we also forget that there was a marcus alonso goal uh, ruled out as well so mm. it wasn't great wasn't great um yeah man tinova don't wish for the worst honestly come on let's let's just uh, let's just hope we we see out a very um uneventful 2-0 or 1-0 win man that's all i ask for honestly and i don't want to be you know uh, dragged through the mud and then rebirth like honestly i i could see jesus christ uh, on the wall or uh, go to um, go see him at, at a church i don't want to see him <laughs> performing miracles you know in the in the middle of the pitch uh, at the barnabao but yeah man 20 of 20 out of you in the chat uh, don't forget to smash the like uh, and if you're new here don't forget to subscribe and turn on the notification bell on also friendly reminder we are available on all audio platforms if you want to listen to us on the go we are on spotify google podcast apple podcast and all of that um yeah man we also hit a new uh, milestone on uh, uh, on spotify we we amassed over 600 followers so yeah man love for the love and uh, honestly it's a very very humbling experience um because we are fairly new in in, in the podcasting world um we, we are just over a 1.5 years i think um so yeah only coming up to two years it's 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 crazy crazy love so yeah man very very humble um also ashik says next year we are getting mbappe i'm not ready for that hype train either you know i would save it for june <laughs> i i don't think that that train is even going anywhere you know at this point because we we knew how much drama there was even before the season ended there was there was headlines involving mbappe every hour even before the day of the champions league final so i'm i'm just numb to the mbappe saga um i don't know about the rest of the panel you know um doris and farooq but same thing we'll talk about it when it comes and even then we will probably avoid it yeah up until he comes here and blows everything out of the water pledges his alliance to the white crest pledges his alliance to the cause wins as something big undergoes a ritual you know a couple of comebacks 
not gonna get too gassed. Yes, I'm gonna praise him. Yes, I'm gonna talk nice things about him. But the way the whole thing has ended up, like it might not be his fault. You know, like he has to deal with actual terrorists and actual, you know, princes and whatnot in in fucking 2023. Um, it is harsh on the kid, but but until he comes and gets the job done, I'm 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 not hearing you know their Pape talk anymore. Um, Tino also says therefore probably youngsters won't get a chance. I don't know about that as well. We have this dilemma all throughout our existence, man. Like whether we, whether we go for the Galacticos or whether we go for the Pavons. You know, there was the famous, you know, Zidane E Pavons, which worked pretty well. But let's be honest, you know, uh, the Galacticos fetched us a fair few titles. You know, not exactly the the OG Galacticos, but you know, a much more refined version of the Galacticos was the team that ruled Europe for for a bit and arguably still still on top of the world. But let's just see how it goes, man. Like there's there's there is one thing that is pretty uh, evident, right? Like yeah, we might tend to overlook a couple of players here and there but genuine talent i don't think it'll go unnoticed you know i don't think it'll be pushed down to the side i hope you know all this gusts to bear fruit and you know like people like faru can be proven wrong i i'm just hoping the best for my club you know at this point honestly uh, ashik also says when you're a madridista you must be made of ice in vain you have to be because of the way matter do their remontada on a regular basis. Well, all that is nice, bro. All that is nice after a game on the post match, not tonight. <laughs> not tonight, unfortunately. Not tonight. Um, T Nova also says, Where is Mbappe gonna even play? Position down the middle, can play down the right, can play down the left. He is so versatile, you know. We we gotta make room for him. We have to, we have to. Um I have no idea how many more years Benzema has left in him, but he definitely has a year more. I feel like, you know, there'll be a contract renewal for him. So we got to just wait and see how it goes. Um, Mbappe's best position is left wing, you know, and the second best position is, is down the middle. We have Vinny and Benzema there. So I don't know. It's it's going to be sticky, definitely. Um, just more, it also says Neymar is leaving, Mbappe isn't coming. Yeah, there you go. That also kind of throws a different equation into the mix, man. Neymar is rumoured to be leaving to Chelsea, you know. After 40 players being signed, Neymar is going to be added to the roster. Um, I don't know where they get all this money from, man. Like, Farouk, how are we going to survive, bro, when they are going to be handling out multiple 400k contracts to players just under, under like, in, 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 the, in the span of, like, seven, eight months? Like, what are we going to do? What I mean, are we going to do it. to survive? I mean, the point is, you can have all the money, but still, I mean, as they said, like, the bag of money isn't going to score the goals, man. So that's the thing. Like, you can have all the money in the world, but that doesn't necessarily mean shit. If you want to spend money, then you just have to sell your soul to the devil. Just as United are going to do, or Liverpool are going to do so much. Soon. You have mm. to get get in bed with some billionaire, and, you know, <laughs> and the point is, there is, there is, I don't think there's any billionaire out there who actually made money without being the devil. You know, that's just it. Like, you have to exploit someone to get rich. That's what capitalism is all about. So, Either you go with the Arabs or you go with the, you know, the white billionaires. So, I mean, so far, so good. You've shown that we can compete one way or another. But as you said, I totally agree with you. The future looks very bleak, man, when it comes to competing with this. Mm. Oil money or billionaire money or whatever money it is. I thought, I thought oil money was the only thing 
was the only threat to you know socio own clubs like us you know like like us and bayern um but now you know the nfl cowboys <laughs> have been thrown into the mix yihas and hihas are into the mix so i don't know how to feel about them and honestly honestly i hate the i hate the americans i've i've i don't know if i've i've said it before <laughs> i mean nothing personal but their viewpoint of the game you know like I'm not a huge fan of it we have a very large audience you know from the united states i have nothing against any of you lot you know uh, it's all love but you know when you look at a guy like uh, boli todd boli at chelsea he he's coming up um, he's walking into the uh, managerial office he's seeing a guy who has just won the champions league one of the most tactically astute coaches in 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 world football in thomas thomas tuchel and and he tells him you know what i'm going to rip up your uh, i'm going to rip up your plans and 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 start afresh so that just got to show man honestly um but yeah another brilliant point man like i said in the chat uh when alvaro scored uh i was talking about raul but you know what uh, what mattered extra just posted you know november 5th 1994 raul scores his first real madrid goal against atleti uh, at the bernabeu february 25th 2023 alvaro rodriguez scores his first goal against atleti written on the stars doris yeah i guess so um i didn't uh, know that stat that's uh, pretty interesting but yeah i i think we already did discussed a lot of, i mean uh, it it's not him it's ancelotti <laughs> basically is the <laughs> relationship that they have at this point right now you know ancelotti you... is not a, a trusting man and we've seen that like this is not something new to us and uh, do you think do you think alvaro is uh, carlos new gum vendor <laughs> what is, i don't know what that is but uh, a i don't gum know vendor, bro, a vendor who sells gum okay i guess so <laughs> because i don't see i don't see why he gets a special treatment you know there has to be something either nudes or gum you know so what do you mean i think special <laughs> treatment in the sense that alvaro has been given much more of a of a uh, leading role under him at least from castilla you know arribas yes but he has gotten a I few guess opportunities it's just but... what we needed i guess i mean mm. we can always call for uh, our fullbacks we are constantly crying about our fullbacks and uh, Castilla players and all that but uh, oh my god look who's in the chat i just saw that yeah <laughs> welcome raul welcome back i hope okay. you're fine hope you're happy you know opa athleti come on type that out you know so that we can bring it up on the fucking yeah, yeah, screen do it do it do it <laughs> <laughs> this is this this was their champions league final mate i hope you're happy <laughs> for yeah. listeners for listeners on our audio platforms um rahul is a fellow athletic fan who regularly joins us uh, on What a whim fellow i mean in the sense that he has been like joining Choose your us your words wisely <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fellow fan. okay fair enough fair enough well the prick rahul right <laughs> <laughs> Where do you buy referee? <laughs> Bro, 
Kalma, <laughs> honestly, that that wasn't our fault. Like we had to appeal. You know, Gil Manzano is as a madman. You know, he. Looks... Oh yeah, let's talk about the red card. Thoughts? Not yes a red no? man, honestly. Not a red. Like I, I have seen murder happen right in the middle of the pitch and nothing being given. You nah. know. Not a red. He literally just elbowed him. If if anything, it's a yellow. Maybe even then, like. And Simeone was in the touchline, showing just... you know the height difference. Remember. That too, yeah. I don't know. I would have been pissed if that was one of our players, but since it's mm. athletic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Face that. Eat that. Take that. Right. I understand. Um. Yeah, man, Rahul. Congratulations, you know, bro. Um, I hope this kind of eases the pain because I've been talking to a few of my athletic mates, and they were not in very good spirits. Um, coming into this game, and in you know, in general, the season has been a write-off for Atleti. So I hope this kind of re reinstills some hope. Perez dealing with referee before the match. Fair enough, bro. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know. Um, if we would have dealt a bit more better, that is, if you're listening, a couple more extra million, and if we got the, you know, the two-one win, would have been better, bro. Like, like a red card wouldn't wouldn't help us much, did it? Um, but yeah, a quick look ahead, bro. Um, Farouk, this this fixture list is mad. Yeah, like we face Barcelona on Thursday, and then Betis at the weekend. Espanyol. Yep. Um, Espanyol the other week, other weekend, and the next midweek we play Liverpool, and then four days later, I repeat, four days later we play Barca again. How does this look? And then it's an international break, so we can't even rely on the international break to kind of have a breather. Now this is all going to culminate in like like a uh, like a sprint. Yeah, man. So that that's the thing, man. Honestly, like you know, uh, this is the this is the you know the side product. I would say the the, the you know the the this it's the side product of success, man. Like to you know to when you go deep in all these competitions, you just have to play all these matches, honestly. But the point now becomes like how deep is our squad? Like how how you know how capable are we? And you know when one one player falls injured, you know it's it's a big ask to replace and. And I mean, even one two players. I'm talking about players like you know Karim Benzema and and, and Vinicius Junior. Like honestly, like. Our team is so reliant on them that you know any any slight injury to them is gonna be a really big deal. So like how how do we how do we manage you know that it's, it's something that I don't know. But about the games, I mean we've been there done it before. So like every successful team literally has to play games every three four days. That's the thing. If you're playing once once a week, then I'm sorry your 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 definition of success is different. So just you know how does Carlo eventually come around with the rotation and all that. That's just you know the the that's what's gonna define you know how we come out of this so of this difficult schedule. Yeah, suffering from success, bro. DJ Khaled, you know that is that is the uh, <laughs> that is the uh, you know that is the undertone, I guess, uh, for tonight's podcast, bro. Um, we had a big fixture at Anfield. We passed it with flying colors. We faced a very very tough setback early early into the game in 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 a in a very hostile uh in a very hostile atmosphere you know anfield is no easy place to go and 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 get a result we did that and tonight i hope you know we could build upon it but unfortunately 
uh the scenario in la liga has been pretty dire for weeks and yeah man people listening in please don't call me out when i actually am just expressing what what i see in this team you know what is there in evidence right yeah we can all go and you know um bring out the oja board summon a couple of spirits you know come summon a couple of spirits of you know puskas amancio like you name it you know all the greats the spirit of the banabao um juanito you name it but we can only 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 go by what we are seeing at at this moment in time and the signs are not good mate you know especially in the league and this consistency is 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 going to actually tell us how we are going to you know navigate the champions league as well because if we can't be consistent we are going to see you know a couple of couple of shocking performances you know um, i i just don't want to don't want that to happen you know like like i like we discussed before i want our team to use the league games <clears throat> as a stepping stone as as a uh, as kind of a mock practice before the champions league because let's let's get it straight it is the champions league or nothing like would you guys be fine with just the copa del rey this season farouk and doris i don't think any fan would but uh, yeah. if it happens it happens i mean we cannot you know cry about it uh, the only thing we can do now is focus on the champions league and uh, i mean if it happens it happens and uh, what would even what would suck even more is uh, winning neither and that's also uh, an option i just uh, it's kind of sad that uh, the only reason we're really talking about this is because it's february it's only round of 16 right now you know we haven't really gotten anywhere yet in the champions league you know and uh, it's really early to you know and we bet a liverpool team who are eighth let's not forget that yeah you know eight and eight in the premier league i mean so considering the teams uh we have a better chance this year winning it than last year uh mm. if, if only we were playing you know the the way we were uh last year but obviously that mm. is not happening but uh yeah i i think we just got a little too ahead of ourselves you know it mm. is mm. february and it, you know it sucks that the league is pretty much over for us um but there are some upsides to that the that we can finally rest some of our players like Vinicius. He he's been playing every single game, all the time. He, I feel like he, if if he just sat through at least like one game, it would, mm. uh, you know, it would uh, be better he, for him. He, I guess. To be fair, he missed a game through suspension. I think a week before. So yeah, yeah. but I I I totally understand your call still, for you know. Still, especially yeah, yeah. this month, you know. Um, mm. This month is proof that uh, our players get no rest, at, mm. at, at least in the attack, like no rest. Uh, the midfield can, you know, uh, change and uh, you can substitute some players, but Vinicius doesn't change and Benzema doesn't change. And at least now we, we get some breathing room for that. We're still going to need them, obviously. But at least we get some breathing room uh, for for that. And uh, when it's Champions League uh, nights, uh, we can finally rest our players the 
a game before or not go as as hard as you would uh, in the game uh, previous to that one or the champion league mm. fair enough one last question before we kind of wrap this up um rudiger farooq do you think he has been getting better or do you think it is just same old same old cuz you know nope 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 i actually don't see that honestly i don't see that at all at all honestly like i mean i just don't know man like i mean i just uh, keep hoping he eventually starts to show up here and there but nah i mean you were encouraging he, he, signs were there for for a bit you know uh, during the last few weeks but it's not enough not enough for a player of his caliber of his experience you know he let's not get it twisted he's not 23 he's 29 Is he 30? I thought he I thought he was like 30 or 31. He's 29 if I'm not mistaken. Not 30 oh. yet, but yeah, 30 soon, 30 soon. I mean, uh, the thing is with Rudiger, you know, like I've always just tried to make an excuse about continuity and like there of what. I don't know, man. I'm just on the fences right now, honestly. I'm still on the fences, but he hasn't shown me anything and honestly like I still don't, you know, see that as you said like, you know, you see us kind of uh how should I say, like you see, you know, you're building a sort of, you know, you're building into something, you know, as even last year we could see with uh, Militao and Alaba, like we could see that, okay, like this could be something, you understand? And eventually we were proven right that this was something indeed. Well, at least I personally, I haven't seen that from Tony really honestly till date. I don't know why there is that, but I've always said always, you know, as that lack of continuity in the defense might be something as well that, you know, he doesn't understand what's going on around him yet. So maybe let's still give him that benefit of the doubt and let's see when, you know mendy is back and eventually you know you're settled on a on a on a certain you know back four maybe that we we might see something from him but i'm just even fear that when mendy is back eventually he's been you know uh, pushed out of the team eventually he just becomes a rotation option but yeah so far so good man Rudy i just want been... i just want last year's champions league and la liga double winning defense back you know honestly i just want alaba meretao and mendy doing their thing man honestly Yes they they are not perfect yes they have their weaknesses yes we might concede the same type of type of goals but when they are starting i don't know they just instill me with a little more confidence than prodig and militao but that's just me um but yeah i guess that is pretty much a wrap people you know um almost 15 of you guys in the chat uh, don't forget to smash the like button and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already also tell a friend to tell a friend um share the thing so that you know we can reach fellow metodistas uh as quickly as possible honestly we are on the road to 1k we are almost like on 560 ish i think the last time i checked uh so yeah man uh if you can push us over 1k before the season ends it'll be massive <clears throat> it'll be trust me it'll be massive for this project because we have been doing this non-stop putting so much so much on the line you know um, most of us are you know like working and studying at the same time so this is kind of a kind of a tall order for us especially uh with us being in different time zones and what not so yeah man if you like what we are doing don't forget to you know uh share the thing um also we are available on all audio platforms you know um apple podcast spotify um you name it so if you want to listen to us on the go we are available everywhere you know um 
all major audio platforms. Also, do check out Real Madrid Committee, our partners on Instagram. Link is in the description below. They run a brilliant fan page. Um, and also keep an eye out on our socials and on, of course, on YouTube for um, <clears throat> the El Clasico preview, which is going to be hopefully on Tuesday, the latest Wednesday. We're going to uh, decide on that and let you guys know ASAP. Um, and yeah, man, looking forward to that. Looking forward to a good game. I, I think the first leg is at the Bernabeu, if I'm not mistaken. Um, hope we have a morale-boosting performance, a morale-boosting result, and something to take back to New Camp. And let's uh, let's not forget, you know, the next game is, is a bit away. So um, we're going to have a break in between, you know. So <clears throat> we're going to have some some sort of uh, leeway to actually go back to new camp with. Uh, I hope our team turns up, man. I hope our team gets motivated as well. It is a trophy that we don't value very much, but it's st- still a trophy at the end of the day. You know, like it wouldn't hurt to win a Copa del Rey. And uh, yeah, w- and, you know, get one over Barca as well. But yeah, man, um, until next time, people, Hala Madrid. Hala Madrid. Hola Madrid.